Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. You guys, it's time for a number one top rated, yeah, we beat out the Vogue podcast episode of Fat Mascara. We beat out Vogue. That's right. We're number one on iTunes Fashion and Beauty podcast this week. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. Let's keep up the like the good work. What do we have going guys, on this week? Thank you for listening. All right. So 
I literally just touched down from London. <laughs> I went. <laughs> um, I went to got a Charlotte Tilbury makeover, and I picked up some incredible tips. From okay, her what artist. else are we talking about? Then we're going to talk about the way women are shopping now. Mm-hmm. And Jen played DIY dermatologist but she looks fine, so she's going to tell us about it. And our big guest this week is Troy Surratt, fabulous um, makeup artist, and he's kind of a big deal in Japan, so let's get into it. So, listen, here's the thing. I just got back from London, and I'm still under the magic spell of Charlotte Tilbury. How did your trip go? It was freaking fantastic. I can't talk too much about it right now. Hush, hush. But you can talk about that fabulous makeup you had. I saw the picture you posted. Everybody wants to know the tips. First of all, run, don't walk, book a plane ticket to London to go to the Charlotte Tilbury Boudoir in Covent Garden. It's brand new. It opened around like December. It's freaking fabulous. Two floors. You book an appointment with, you can shop just for like, you know, the items on the top floor, but you can book an appointment in the bottom floor with an artist. It is, they are so full. Like I tried to rearrange my appointment. No no can do, even for like an editor. It's so booked. But the energy is incredible. The music's incredible. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. But my makeup artist, Laura Brady, Mm -hmm. and I'll tag her on her Instagram because she's freaking great, taught me so much in 45 minutes, like more that I learned about makeup application in 45 minutes than I probably learned in four months just like on the job. Really? Yes. Like what were some of her best tips? Okay, here's some hot tips. One, and it's like you had to kind of see an application, but I am like super freaked out by lip liner because yeah. every time I do it, like one time I wore it to work and a guy that worked was like, oh, it's like hoochie mama day or something. And I was <laughs> like, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> she sharpened it to the point where it was almost like an ice pick. She said like super sharp is what you want to get the really feathery line and she really lined my whole mouth none of this like just do the corners the tops or whatever she lined the whole mouth and she didn't fill it in like they tell you to she just drew this like almost like a draftsman like little tiny lines around the mouth and then she said smile and she found my cupid's bow Mm -hmm. and she just overdrew it a little bit and then filled it in by overdraw i've been hearing that a lot on like social media. she just overdrew the cupid's bow by just a touch over the lip line outside of where the redness of your lip is a teeny bit not the skin it's not like you're drawing on like you know your mustache area (laughs) but like (laughs) just just a tiny bit and just that smiling gently will really show you where your lip ends and where your skin starts and it's like it's those three things it's the super sharp point the you know light touch Mm -hmm. and the smile and I was like oh my god I have you know full lips where I don't your lips did look kind of juicy they were juicy did she use a color that was similar to your yeah she used well she said pillow talk looks amazing on everyone what is that um it's a very pale pink Charlotte uses it herself Uh um it's it, it's just very subtle. You know, yeah. it's not like too cutie pie. It's just really nice and subtle. And what about the brows? Oh, I have an amazing tip for brows. Brows were on fleek, which I hate when people say that, but, but they, they were. were. <laughs> that was like, you open up dictionary on fleek, they were like my brows, okay? <laughs> so she said start. She used, you know, her brow pencil, which is, you know, angled and, you know, has a, you brush through them first to get out all the junk. And I was like, junk, sure enough, there is junk in your brows. Like what? If you're like moisturizing first and putting on foundation, oh. get that crap out. So it had a little spoolie end. So, you know, you can use that or use whatever you have at home. Get the crap out. Then she used light feathery strokes 
to go through the uh, the breast, but you start, here you go, you start two thirds in, do not start at the head. Cause she said, once you start at the head of the brow, which is the, the stuff that's like closer to like the middle of your face, that's when things start looking very theatrical and you start, it starts looking heavy and blocky. You almost like don't do that much to the, to the hair that's like at near the, the bridge of your nose. Because that's when you start looking like a reality television star. Oh. Really just drag like out the outer the third or outer out, two thirds? Outer two thirds get the most play. That's where you're sketching in the little hairs mm-hmm. with the brow pencil. Go, you can go a little crazy there. She was going a little crazy. I was but, thinking, it's, but it's further away from the center of your face so it doesn't look crazy. Exactly. It's like an Ooh, optical illusion. Like I'm into it. People think, oh, I'm looking at just like natural brows. But no, it's just a hyper... It's like a heightened version of your natural brows. The last tip I'm going to share with you. I have very like um, bluish, purplish under eyes just because I'm fair and like tired all the time. (laughs) And because you went all the way to freaking London for a makeover. And I'm back podcasting. (laughs) So what do you do about under eyes? So she doesn't put any foundation on the under eyes. She like almost, it was like creepy. She like left those eyes like all scary while the rest of my foundation was perfect. Uh Then she put in the foundation, but then she put in the concealer, super light. Then she threw some translucent powder over it. She goes, I'm just going to let that sit. Then she did the dramatic. she baked. She baked, but not like, um, it was, it was not, yeah, it was just like, uh, she brushed it on. It was not loose. Mm -hmm. And then like 20 minutes later, to be fair, this was not normal, like getting ready for work makeup. We were doing this for 40 minutes, but the point was she said two layers of concealer. The first one sets the base, throw the translucent powder on. And then the last layer will really just make it pop. I'm like, this sounds too intense. This is for like, you know, theater people, Mm -hmm. that last layer just locked onto the first layer and it I had no dark circles. I was had that makeover probably around noon. I was out till super late that night and I never needed to touch up. So concealer, powder, concealer. Yes. And then even a little bit more powder on top. I Damn. know that sounds aggressive, but you didn't it, look crazy though. I looked super natural. I kept on saying, "Look, I've got it's daylight. I've got things to do. People to meet. Like I was meeting like a work person. Like I don't want to look stupid." No, these are these are very good tips. I these You're people speechless. know they're yeah, you are speechless. Yeah, they know their stuff. You have to go in and talk to the experts. Stop futzing around by yourself. Ask for help. This is why they're paid. It's her passion. Jess, I feel like we need to take a break <laughs> to come down from your super passionate makeover. Um, I need a minute. You got really worked up there, but it actually leads us into another topic I know we wanted to talk about, yeah. which is that article on Racked that our bud Beth Shapori wrote. Beth Shapori, love. Um, it's actually about the very thing you're talking about, which is who are the real beauty experts and what can you even learn from a beauty salesperson these days? So tell me, what what was the article about? Yeah, so Beth did this incredible piece, and we'll link to it on the blog, um, and it was saying how people, millennials are shopping different. They're empowered by like YouTubers, the internet, like 70% of them know what they want before they even go to the store. They don't want to spend like, you know, they don't want to go to the counter and like, you know, schmooze for 20 minutes before getting upsold like three things, you know, like they just want to go in and out. They is me. I kind of feel like that. I just am like, I go into Sephora and I'm like, they say, do you need any help? No, I got this, honey. I'm fine. (laughs) Well, you're also super educated about cosmetics, but I understand what you're saying. Right. So I'm not alone in this is what you're saying. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and they also they want to experiment 
like with everything. Like they want to touch and play. So, you know, remember like, you know, 10 years ago, if you went to the beauty counter and said, I'd like to see that, they might have to take something out from behind oh, the yeah, counter. Oh, yeah, no, I like an open cell format, as they call it. Like oh, an Ulta where... I didn't know it was called that. Yeah, like Ulta has that brush petting zoo. That was the coolest name I ever Oh my I God, I need a petting zoo for every product. I want to touch, <laughs> I want to play, and then I want you to go away and not help me while I figure it out. So what's wrong with that? You're making you know, a face. No, see, I, I, under, I actually, you know, when Sephora first came out, like I felt like I died and gone to heaven and it was like hyperventilating. I think you still are. <laughs> I think I am. Yeah, sorry. Um, but the the experience that I had at Charlotte like reaffirmed like how I felt when I was reading the article. I was reading the article like, you know, shaking my head, like getting pissed. I felt like the counter is so valuable. I think about even just the guests that we've had on the show. So many, like Chris Salgado, Troy Surratt, um, the, uh, Deborah Littman, they've all started at counters. Yeah. And you could say, okay, well, that was a different time. Patrick Starr. Was Patrick Starr, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, these people are trained. Like, they, there's real education. Like, these brands that we love, like, they train their experts in a product that you're not going to see. And I'm speaking the gross generalization here, but like, YouTubers and lifestyle bloggers don't know the products as intimately, don't have the skill, don't go to makeup school or hair school or esthetician school to learn mm-hmm. the ins and outs. And if you're just futzing around, I get it, like that's convenience too, in Sephora and saying, I'm going to take this, I'm going to use it this way, you're cheating yourself. So you are not, what you're saying is you're not completely down with the millennial way of shopping that was reported on in this article? I think it's one way, but I think to say like the counters suck like an I know better is arrogant and it's really um, if you love beauty and you love makeup and you're saying the counters suck it's assuming you know more than the experts like I'm a beauty editor let me bring up one other point which is the reason I'm so wary of the counter is because I'm afraid of the hard sell like you go to the counter and you feel like their whole job is just to make you buy more products so what do you say to those people that are afraid like if I go to the counter I might get a tip but then I'll feel guilted into buying something I didn't need I think like when I was 14 years old, I would say, I'm like to buy one eyeshadow today. Oh, so you'll get like, the makeover. We need to say, be listen. stronger. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that hard. Just say, so don't be afraid to go up to the counter, get the advice they have, even get the free makeover, and just be upfront. Like, yes, I'm going to buy something, but I can't buy a ton of stuff. Yeah, and it's also supporting, like, the beauty industry. Like, these jobs, like, they're going away as malls are closing, counters are closing, stores are closing. Like, yeah. It's, it's a good thing to... Um, I'm not saying always go to a counter. This is Jess's PSA for the I'm beauty sorry. industry. Public service <laughs> I feel, announcement. I feel passionately about it. I yeah. used to work for a beauty retailer, um, Space NK. Those I used to go into the shop sometimes just to like, you know, for an event or whatever I had to do. I would pick up tips that it's even as, a, as an editor at Cosmo, when I have a desk side with uh, like an, a, an appointment when they come to the office and they teach me something, I'm, I'm like, I'm not an esthetician. I'm not a makeup artist. I didn't know that that's how you use that. I'm not great at applying my makeup or I'm crap at hair. Look (laughs) at my hair. (laughs) Looks fine. Uh. Um, But it is good advice. So don't be scared of the counter. Rant over. Sorry. Rant rant over. Jess out. Go to the counter. The end. Jess, do you know what a cherry angioma is? No, but it sounds cute. I know. I like the sound of it. I do not like the looks of it. So what is it? I noticed, I want to say when I was like, I don't know what age they started popping up, but these little tiny red dots that almost look like broken blood vessels on my chest. 
um, like a little blood blister almost. Oh, oh yeah, okay. At first I was like, oh my God, I have skin cancer. And then I looked around and I asked derms, and they're like, no, they're cherry angiomas. They're completely benign, nothing to worry about. Do they pop up just like randomly and then go away? They never really go away though. Sorry, wine bubble. We're drinking <laughs> wine to celebrate our number one in beauty and fashion Ooh. podcast. Did I mention that? Um, no, they never go away. So you get them and you get more as you get older. And then you're just speckled with, instead of like freckles, these red cherry angiomas. So I asked a dermatologist about it and she said you can go to the dermatologist and get them either frozen off with the little cryotherapy wine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. B- burn, burned or electrocuted off with like this little like zapper. Surely insurance doesn't cover this stuff. This sounds cosmetic, right? Um, I'm pretty sure it's cosmetic, but it's also one of those really quick things, apparently, the derm that's very cheap to do. Okay. So... In my head, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the derm and get it done. But listen, I'd rather be getting Botox and not spend my time on cherry angiomas. So I went online to find out how to get rid of them. You're sick woman. I went searching, like, how to remove cherry oh angiomas at home. I don't recommend this as a dermatology, like, This fix. from the woman who brought you a Dr. Pimple Popper a couple months ago. That, you know what I do in my spare yes. time? Yes. But... I found a really compelling video from, her name's Colorful Canary, so I know she's an expert. But in this video, she shows you how to get rid of cherry angiomas on your own. And I did it. And I lived to tell about it. Oh, my God. Okay, you want to know what happened? (laughs) Where is it? I'm looking for the well. Oh, I I got rid of all 10 of them on my chest. Okay, so here's how it works. Are we sure we should be telling listeners how to do this? I have a. I also checked in with a dermatologist, okay. and I'll give you her reporting afterwards. Okay. So what you do is you take a paper clip, the end of a paper clip, you know the size of it, you heat it, you clean it with alcohol, heat it in a flame, and then you just press <laughs> the very tip of the paper clip when it's super hot on the cherry angioma, and it makes the most satisfying sizzling pop you've ever heard in your life. It's like, does it smell? No, it's not like when you burn your hair. And basically, you're cauterizing the blood vessel. And so then it's gone, and you have a teeny tiny little, like, burn mark. But you don't even – I mean, you really don't feel it. It's so small. Why are you smiling like that? I'm just laughing because, like, I would, I would be so afraid to do it. It was this. the greatest afternoon of my life. I spent a Sunday. <laughs> I got sick like of the, the office I, bathroom. <laughs> I got sick of the, um, the lighter, so I went over to my kitchen, and I used the, like, burner flame because it was, like, more, bu- like, more BTUs, I feel like. And then I just did my chest. I had about, like, six of them on the top of my chest, and I was like, sizzle, sizzle, pop, sizzle, sizzle, pop. And they're all gone. I mean, your, your decollete looks beautiful. There was one right here. Sorry, that's really oh, close. Oh, wow. No, no, no. I mean, you, you... And there's like barely a faint mark now. Before, there was a beautiful red skin. cherry-colored blister. Now you're wondering, what would a derm say? Yeah. So, because I'm a good reporter, I And asked, because we don't want to get sued, kids, don't try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So I asked Rupa Reddy, who is a dermatologist in Yerba Buena, California... I said that right. Your Belinda. <laughs> She's in Your Belinda, California. Um, she also happens to be one of my best friends. And she was like, I'm not completely opposed to this idea. However, she had two big caveats. One, she's like, you know alcohol is flammable, right? So don't. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that either. But so don't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it could have gone so wrong. Yeah. She was like, if you're going to put a, like a paperclip in alcohol and then set it on fire, it could like really get on fire. So make sure it's dry before you heat it up. Two, she said, what if, God forbid, it's not a simple cherry angioma and it's actually an amelanotic, amelanotic melanoma? I guess it's a red type of skin cancer. It sounds cancer. really bad. 
you might cauterize the surface and it would disappear, but if it eventually it returns and it comes back worse and you got a delayed diagnosis for skin cancer. So she has a really good point, which is if you have red moles or red freckles on your chest or torso, you should get them checked by a derm before you try and do DIY dermatology. Cauterizing. <laughs> Or you cauterize them with a hot paper clip in your kitchen. I keep on looking at our producer, Vicky, and I'm just like waiting for her to stop this. <laughs> no, we've given our disclaimer. Yeah. I've told you what I did. It worked for me, but definitely get them checked by a derm yeah. first. Please go see a derm if you spot anything unusual, um, different shapes, raised moles, red moles, <laughs> redness. Wow, but I have to say your décolleté does look like flawless. So it worked. We are so happy to have Troy Surratt here. Troy, well, you're a makeup artist, but you are somebody that has come up time and time again. He's like our unofficial mascot, I feel like. <laughs> you like you pop up in conversation all the time. It's like, oh, Troy said this. If you ask Troy Surratt, go talk to Troy. Seek Troy. Oh, but also just you. your, your amazing line um, has popped up in the spills from Daniel Martin to Pat Wexler to Deborah Lippman. Troy, welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I love the show. I was telling you before, I've listened to most all of them, I think, at this point, and um, I, I love it. I think that you guys have an amazing rapport. And Let's see really, how you really, feel really, about it after uh, this. <laughs> don't, don't grill me too much. <laughs> we'll go easy. Um, so tell us, you grew up in a farm in Kansas. I know that I much. What was Troy Surratt like on the farm? There was a lot of nature. Um, and mostly, I think, daydreaming, because from a very early Sounds age, fun. I sort of dreamt about the life that I wanted to create for myself that was not on the farm. <laughs> I joke that I was like, um, I think it's actually from the movie Gods and Monsters. Um, it's a, a quote that I've sort of appropriated. Um, I was like a giraffe given to a family of cattle farmers. And, uh, they An exotic sort of, animal. They didn't like know what to do exotic. with me. I mean, yeah, they did not know what to do with me. And um, I was very, very attracted to my mother's train case full of makeup from a very early age. And I feel like I had signs um, very early on about what I was meant to do in life. Um, I was very, very taken with makeup. But, uh, yeah, I joke that on the farm, the most glamorous thing that ever happened to me was when the Avon lady would come and call on my mom and she would bring her case of samples and those tiny little Avon lipsticks. They were like tiny little bullet size, you know, yeah. trial lipsticks. And, and then I think just being a um, kid of the 80s, I mean, like I was a teenager in the 80s and that was when my interest really, really peaked uh, with hair and makeup. I realized uh, in the 80s with music video and the second British invasion, the power of hair and makeup to transform mm -hmm. and to um, reinvent. What was your favorite music video back then? Oh my God, my favorite, all-time favorite song from my teen age years is Karma Chameleon by Culture Club. Nice. Oh, so much makeup. And, so and I'm much a huge, huge, huge Boy George fan. He's really like, he was such an inspiration to me then because as a young person, being gay and on the farm and never meeting any other boys that wanted to play with makeup or, um, or Barbies. Uh, to me, he was such a symbol of uh, 
I, I, he, to me, he was just a symbol of like, well, if he can be himself, I can do it and I'll be okay. I'll get through this and I'll figure it all out. So he was a big inspiration to me. So how did you get to New York? So you have Boy George on your mind, you visions of, you know, little lipsticks. How did you get to New York and what did you do when you get there? Well, I, my parents divorced when I was 13 and my mother moved us to Topeka which was actually probably really smart because I think that as a 12 and 13 year old living in the farming community that I lived in, um, I probably could have ended up really, I, I was already being terribly bullied. I could have ended up really depressed. Yeah, I always did makeup and costuming for theater and community theater and uh, wanted to move to New York. So at 19, I was, so my parents were like, Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E 
quince.com slash fatmascara to get free shipping and 365-day returns. quince.com slash fatmascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits, yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. They had too much money to get uh, loans and, and you know financial aid and not enough money to actually send me to New York to the school of my choice. That so, like weird middle that ground. That weird, yeah, the, 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 it's called middle class, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. A dying breed, yeah. <laughs> and so I went to work um, and uh, was doing visual merchandising for a local department store called the Jones Store. So I did this window, and this woman, Karen Shear, she was the account executive. She came to the department store and she called me onto the floor because. She was so impressed by the window that I made for them. And she said, um, you've done this beautiful window for me. I'd like to do something for you. What can I do for you? And I just blurted out, I want to be a makeup artist. And she said, I think I can make that happen. And so she you hired me. You had a fairy me. godmother. She was. She's, she's since passed. But um, she's one of the people that helped me along the way. And she hired me in Topeka, Lawrence, and Kansas City for her region to travel from store to store and to do makeup. And um, I was quite successful at it. And I worked from 19 to 21 in that area for Lancome, um, saving money to move to New York City. Wow, you were so determined, you really... I had to get here. Like yeah. I sort of knew that I would get here and meet more like-minded people yeah. and find my way. So, mm -hmm. um, And I had a very short list of people that I wanted to assist. And uh, there were two names on it, and Kevin was at the very top. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so I called Kevin O'Quan, and this is, this is kind of a funny story. I called his business manager, Eric Sakis, and I said, on a dare. It was on a dare. <laughs> My friend Joe, who worked with me at Alcone, just blatantly dared me one day to call Kevin. And so I called, and I was all nervous, and I said, I'll do anything. I'll 
make myself totally available to you. I'll shampoo brushes, you know, <laughs> into all hours of the night. I, I, um, I really want to twist this cabin. And at that point, I was making like $15 an hour at Alcone. And um, Kevin's business manager, Eric, offered me a job for $12 an hour. Uh, and I just, you know, I, I was eating mac and cheese, like generic <laughs> mac and cheese, but I knew, I knew the value, you know, I knew yeah, how yeah. lucky I would be That's to be there. That's good advice for people. Like, I, I, well, I just, you know, I've never been that person that, that, uh, had to have like the nine to five and punch in and punch out and yeah. have insurance and benefits. And, and so, but I, I, I realized the the value of being there. I thought that that um, that uh, it would be an invaluable experience, and it was. Um, Kevin made me feel like I belonged to something that was special and important, and I had really never had a tribe or a um, sort of a clique or a group of friends, and uh, and so he gave me a place to belong, and I felt like I was part of something that was. Um, of great magnitude. I felt, you know, the force of Kevin and and I was so, you know, so proud to be there. I would read letters from kids from all over the country that had written him saying that they wanted to assist him and that they would do anything and they would move to New York and um, can I assist you? Can I assist you? And I would read those letters, like fan letters, um, and it, it chokes me up because I knew that that was me. I was that lucky kid. I was like so happy to be there you know and um and i felt the um there are no accidents but but you know i felt the 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 luck i felt the gratitude for being there in the moment so yeah it was i mean it was it was a wild and crazy experience it was it was um it was a really really rich experience you're working on a project about kevin's life can you tell us about that Yes, I am working on a documentary film about Kevin's life. You guys are kind of scooping it. Like, I've talked to a few people in the industry. Yeah, I didn't know this. How do you it. know that? So, I think I may have... Mm. Tell them. Did I, Daniel I, tell you? I think Daniel may, may have Maybe. It. I don't, I don't want to sell Daniel out. I don't, I, I don't know. Should I, talk, should I say with Daniel? We've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had dinner with Daniel Martin, and I told him about it. Um, we have sources. Yeah. We have yeah, yeah. sources. People <laughs> everywhere. There are ears everywhere. Um, so I've been working on it for over a year. A young director, a woman named Tiffany Bartok, who has become one of my dearest friends, approached me by email a couple of times, and I ignored her. And then finally, um, Nathaniel... Uh, encouraged me he's like you just talk to this woman it was like maybe her third email and um, and uh, you know that 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 time was so sacred to me and that there was at one point I had sort of said that that I wasn't going to talk about it anymore because everyone still writes Troy Surratt the protege of Kevin O'Quan has launched a, it doesn't piss me off I think that um for a while, I started to feel like it undermined my own, you know, 17-year career. And but to not talk about it and to not uh, discuss it, I think would forsake him and would forsake what it means to me. And um, and so I just I wanted to stop talking about it because I didn't ever want anyone to think that I was coattail riding or that I was getting anywhere for you know by using his name. 
Um, and so I had proclaimed, I, I had said that I'm not going to talk about that anymore. And I did a keynote where I sort of said everything that I had to say about it. And I was like, and now we're not going to mention him. And then Tiffany sort of came out of the blue and was like... Um, she's wanna, a documentary filmmaker? Documentary filmmaker, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, um, she's directing the project. And she was like, come on, let's do this movie about Kevin. And she had realized that there were young people who didn't know who he was or what he had done to sort of I, I, to create the beauty culture as we know it today, I think. so. Yeah, can you just um, quickly... Can you keep talking about Kevin? No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I just like in a, in a sentence, um, I think some of our listeners might not know who we're talking about. And yeah. they might think it's a line. Yeah, Just I think that, that, um. that it is, um, it's, Kevin O'Quan was maybe, I, I have such great respect for Way Bandy as well. Way Bandy sort of inspired Kevin to do what he ended up doing. But um, Way Bandy was sort of the first celebrity makeup artist and, um, and author of beauty books. And then Kevin, I think, was the first celebrity makeup artist to become a very well-known household name. And, uh, and uh, he was an author of three beauty books and uh, went on to have a line. He did photography. Um, but I think that he was you know, referred to as the king of makeup. I still refer to him as the king of makeup. And uh, yeah, I think that his, um, his uh, effect on the beauty industry is just immeasurable and uh, and I think that everything that the phenomena of contour that you know we're seeing everywhere on oh, yeah. we'll social media that. and and Instagram I think that that was all um, it's all kind of the hangover of Kevin O'Quan really let's so, talk about your yeah, success let's yeah let's let's shine the light on you yeah so you started your line about two and a half years ago you said yes but but what? It was a long labor of love. Of course. It I didn't just away. pop up a right. day after you thought of it. But there are a lot of lines. So what did you think you could bring out that would be different? And why did you start your line? Well, I wanted to bring um, a level of quality, um, uh, makeup artist quality, kind of a luxury makeup artist. It's referred to as a luxury makeup artist line. Um, which sort of hasn't really existed before, uh, the luxury and the makeup artist luxury sort makeup of together. Mm -hmm. So in creating my brand, I really wanted to create a brand that I would want to shop myself. Yeah. And I thought that, well, if I like these things, there will be a bigger audience for them as well. You know, if, if I'm looking for this or if I would want this, um, I just took the leap of faith that there would be uh, other people that would respond to it too. And so um, I wanted to create a brand that was for initially, like I, I had hoped that everyone would respond to it, but I, I said that I wanted to create a brand for the influencer, the early adopter, mm -hmm. and let her sort of talk about it and that it would sort of that means well, we're, we, we are totally oh influencers. Totally. No, but it's been Early in the makeup. Adopter. But now it makes sense because it's been in the makeup bags of people in the industry. Yeah. And then it's sort of cool spread, people. spreads and out from there. that's what I thought. That's the only way that I knew how to do it. I don't have a huge Instagram following. Yeah. I, I, I joke that I... Or like advertising budget or whatever. I joke that I 
am 10 years too old for social media to be really, really easy for me. And um, It's a struggle. Like, yeah, the brain, like, struggle is right? real. And we joke, Nathaniel and I joke all the time, if we'd had Instagram when we were, you know, traveling as much as we were all over the world, working with, you know, so many people. Um, but I wanted to create um, a line that... Um, would respond to the makeup geek. In Japan, they refer to it as a, a, an otaku, the beauty otaku. Oh my God, and we're changing the name of our podcast immediately. <laughs> we need to talk Next about week. the fact that Instagram hijacked your logo. Oh, wow. <laughs> like your, your coloration. Noted. As soon as I saw that, I was in bed like, hmm? I was like, that's that mascara. I know. I wonder if we need to, okay, we'll talk Let's about this talk later. Let's talk about otaku. Sorry. Um, an otaku is someone who has a, so you have manga otaku, and they're people who are really obsessed with Japanimation and, you know, yeah. that so whole like cartoon fan. culture. And uh, they call me in Japan a beauty otaku because I know the market really, really Ooh. well. And, and uh, yeah, it's like a super geek of, uh, of anyone. So you can be like a hot sauce otaku, or you can be like... Uh, sneaker otaku. Okay. Um, and so, makeup otaku. Uh, kind of, I guess. Yeah. Troisan uh, makeup otaku. Troisama, they call me. Oh, now. is that more revered or something? Yes. <laughs> Shut up! You're so like a legend. They, they call me Troisama now, but um, no, it's good. It's uh, so I produce everything in Japan. Yeah. And I joke that I've done everything the hard way. So. All of our primary packaging is produced in Japan, and we tooled. The packaging is beautiful. Thank you. We tooled everything from scratch. So often people will go to manufacturers, and they'll sort of just put a logo on a package that already sure. exists. But we uh, actually tooled all of our primary packaging and the system itself, the customizable system, yeah. so that the blushes and eyeshadows stick into the compacts. Um, Tell me about this eyeliner with the flick, because you did Adele's eye makeup during 21, correct? Yeah, we did all of the US press for 21, and uh, it's so funny, we were talking the other day about um, one day we were with Adele sitting in uh, Whole Foods eating salad, and then the next day she was famous, like like the biggest star in the world, and we're like, we couldn't sit in Whole Foods with Adele anymore. That's like funny. it just. Actually, but that's why you love Adele, because you totally could. She'd be like... I don't food. know. I think she, she would be so bothered, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Does I... Does this eyeliner make it easy for... Yeah, it's a refillable eyeliner. I brought one to show you on the way out the door. So, uh, it's inspired by a Japanese calligraphy brush. So, the brush itself is um, fiber. It's mm. not a felt tip, because I don't... I don't like that whole category of felt tip eyeliners. I think that they sort of lift off what's underneath. You can't. Oh, go yeah. If you have an eyeshadow base on and then you felt tip over. Yeah. It can make you a little crazy. It sort of pills and yeah. lifts off. I think gel liners often do the same thing. Okay. So we created a liner that is rechargeable and uh, it's like a fine writing instrument. It's a capillary system, so the ink flows into the tip. That looks like the pen I got at graduation from college. That's crazy. <laughs> and it's refillable. It just wow. takes a minute, and it flows into it's the, people. the brush. Yeah, this is like a very fancy pen. And then it's buildable, so you can <gasps> build upon itself. Wait, is this product available now? This is like a, yes. a calligraphy. This is... That is a beautiful line. 
What other products do really well for you that you found people have just been super attracted to? Well, when I was pitching the whole project and I was going around and meeting with, you know, uh, prospective uh, accounts and, and um, you know, showing it to Barney's and I, uh, everyone would say, well, what are your, what, what's your hero? Or what are your hero products? And I would sort of joke that, well, I've created an American Justice League full of heroes. <laughs> like, they're all heroes. Like, this one's Wonder Woman and this one's Superman. So, Do um, they laugh? Yes. But as a makeup artist, I tried to make everything a hero. And, uh, but the, the, you know, the, the clear kind of front runners are the Smokey Eye Baton, the Autographic Eyeliner, um, the uh, Brow Pomade. The whole brow category does really well for us. All of the customization. My shadows and blushes are really special because they're a Japanese technology called slurry, which was patented in Japan. And they all start out as a liquid before they become a powder. So they are, you know, traditionally blushes and shadows are crammed into metal pans using force and pressure. And with the slurry process, they're sort of the texture of like a thick milkshake or cake batter. And they're poured into the little resin pans. We um, have done away with the aluminum pan. Okay. And then they're gently pressed, and the moisture evaporates out of the formula, and it leaves behind a more, uh, almost a creamier texture that's oh, more delicious. beautiful and blendable and uh, easier to use. And uh, so that whole um, powder category does really, really well for us. Um, now might be a good time if you wouldn't mind. We wanted to see what you love and what you bring now around with now you. Now it's the time. time for the spill. Um, so he knows what it's called. I love it. You're a true fan. Um, so I guess I brought a lot of things, but I'm a huge La Mer fan. So I uh, the concentrate is one of my favorite things. I, I use it personally, and I use it on clients, and it makes a, an amazing moisturizer slash makeup primer. Um, I you are you are luxury through and through, yeah. sir. I um, I'm a huge La Mer fan. Kevin used it and he turned me on to it back in the day, and I've used it for myself and my clients ever since. Um, and then I have my own eyelash curler in here. I sometimes curl my lashes when I'm jet lagged and need to look bright eyed and bushy tailed for something. I have these amazing Japanese sleeping pills that Anne-Marie Guarnieri turned me on to. They, when yes, we were in Tokyo together, they have a sleepy kitty. Oh, well, he's not so sleepy in the picture, but they're Drewell um, Japanese sleeping pills that uh, so are cute. over the counter. Oh, I'm going to they, take a picture because I'm not going to remember that's how to adorable. write that. Um, these are my favorite Japanese eye drops. They look, they look like, like they're perfume. in a perfume bottle. That's the most beautiful thing. Um, and they smell like rose water. And they tingle when you put them in your eye, but uh, I don't want to like contaminate your eye drops. Um, but that's gorgeous. Joy has the best spill of anyone so far. I know. So I feel far. like this is really. I feel glamorous. like mine is like I'm like you're such a girl, Troy. You have so many products. No, this is um, really nice. Chanel, this is my SPF for UV essential daily basis. This is pure luxury. And this is one of those shaky, shaky. <laughs> um, but it's so, you don't feel it on your skin at all. It's mm. super lightweight, but it's a 50, so that's my favorite SPF. Certain Dry, this, you uh, you put this on at night, and then you shower and sort of oh, wash it off. And the it, clinical Clinical strength, but like, oh, that's, that's amazing. Oh, that's too harsh for me. That like tore up my pits. 
It's, it makes your pits itch, but it, yeah. you do not sweat. So that's... If you have pits left. Uh, Priorities. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll never forget that night. Troy, thank you so much for coming. We could talk to you all day, but Troy we have to let go. What was the word? Arigato oh. gozaimasu. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what you said. What, what? Uh, beauty, <laughs> beauty otaku. Yes, and I said thank you very much, honored Troy. Peace. Thank you. Jess, let's raise a freaking <laughs> wand, shall we? Yes. What do you have? Sorry, I'm eating pretzels. I have a new face oil that I'm really into. Um, it is called Shea Terra Organics Egyptian Carrot Seed. People, I'm calling it now. Carrot seed oil is the new argan oil, is the new coconut oil, is the new everything. Oh, I love that concept. Yeah. So carrot seed, much like the rose hip, isn't just a carrier oil. It's also active. It has like an anti-aging property to it. But this Shea Terra one, I just feel like all healthy, like... I just feel like Gwyneth Paltrow when I put it on. Like, it has that smell that's that, like that nice herbal smell. It soaks in really well. And I'm moisturizing, but I'm also getting anti-aging benefits. So here, Shea Terra Organics Egyptian, also Egyptian carrot seed oil. I love that. So, so exotic. Yeah, yeah, 100% pure and natural. I've been loving this stuff. Ta-da! Love that. P.S. I should point out, this Shea Terra oil is only $19.99, which is like pretty good deal for two ounces of face oil. So that's a good benefit too. All right, Jess, what are you raising a wand to this week? I just got back from a business trip and the hotel had the most amazing freaking bathtub. And if there's a bathtub, I'm in it. Are you, are you raising a wand to a bathtub? I'm raising a wand to baths. <laughs> I don't understand like why we're not bathing instead of showering like I used to take a shit ton of baths when like I had a decent bath now my bath is like real shallow it's like sitting in a little pot and like the water <laughs> is like like precariously like even with the ledge so you're cleopatra this week raise yes. a wand to bath you just you can't do anything I brought a book in and the pages got all wet I just sat there and I just chilled I mellowed for like 15 minutes I like it I came out, I was like a nicer person. Love it. Take a bath. Get a cat. We mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode. So I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and at fatmascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. <laughs>